With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. The Department of Veterans Affairs announced it permanently housed more than 46,000 homeless veterans in 2023. It's been a top priority for the current VA secretary. WXPR's Katie Thorson spoke with the VA Medical Center that serves this region about how their efforts have helped house veterans locally. Homelessness in the Upper Peninsula and northern Wisconsin is sometimes referred to as hidden homelessness. Andrew Tomlinson says it can look different than what most people think of when they hear the word. People aren't sleeping out in snowbanks, but they're definitely around. Tomlinson is the HUD-VASH service coordinator for the Oscar G. Johnson VA Medical Center Homeless Prevention Program. He says homelessness can mean couch surfing between friends' houses, staying in camps, or sleeping in a car. Last year, he and a team of people with the VA helped house more than 60 veterans experiencing homelessness in the region. We were very happy with that number. I know we were happy that we were able to assist that many people, but unfortunately, I can't say that we were surprised. There's a myriad of ways the VA can assist veterans to either find housing or stay in housing that they're at risk of losing. We're going to be able to contact that veteran, do a triage, get them hooked up with supported services for veteran families, get them into a hotel room or emergency shelter on that same day. And then usually within 30 to 45 days, we're going to have them on a HUD-VASH voucher and living independently in the community at at a place that accepts vouchers from us. And so it is an extremely fast and efficacious program. Tomlinson says one of the biggest differences between the work the VA does and other housing programs is they'll continue to work with the veteran for two years after they've gotten housing. This makes a huge difference, especially among those who experience chronic homelessness. There's lots of housing programs out there that will kind of put you in a place, but once you're in there on your own, with the VA, once we put you in a place, you're going to have somebody with you every step of the way that's going to try and keep you in that place. And even if that place doesn't work out, we're going to try and find a different place for you to live. There are many ways for veterans to reach out for housing support. Tomlinson says they can walk into or call a local VA office. The Homeless Veterans Hotline will also connect people with resources. That number is 877-424-3838. Katie Thorson, WXPR News. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service says it will work on a first-ever national recovery plan for wolves after previously pursuing a piecemeal recovery in different regions of the country. The agency expects to complete work on the plan by December 2025. The Wisconsin DNR says the announcement will not result in any change to the listing status of wolves in Wisconsin, which remain on the federal endangered species list. The DNR says it will continue to follow the guidance laid out in the recently approved wolf management plan for the state, while abiding by the requirements of the wolf's status on the federal endangered list. Federal wildlife officials decided not to restore protections for gray wolves across portions of six states, allowing hunting to continue in Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service officials announced Friday that it has rejected petitions from environmental groups to return wolves in the northern Rockies to the federal endangered species list. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation has ended the frozen road declaration for the entire state. It has also put Class II road restrictions in place statewide. 
Class 2 roads include about 1,400 miles of state highways susceptible to damage from heavy trucks during the spring thaw period as frost leaves the ground. Wistot and county highway personnel monitor temperature forecasts along with frost tubes to make their decisions. Frost tubes are liquid-filled devices under pavement to help determine when roads are adequately frozen to accommodate heavier loads or thawed to force the lifting of the frozen road declaration. Despite a lack of snow, Stevens Point Mayor Mike Weza says his street crews are staying busy. Weza says they just aren't working as much overtime. We've been doing really well budget-wise, of course. No overtime, really, for snow plowing. Our, uh, our salt sheds are still very well stocked. Weza says it's still winter in Wisconsin, and that means things can turn quickly. I'm still anticipating we're going to get some big winter blast moving through at some point. Weza says while the city may celebrate the cost savings associated with having little snow, he knows this is a big deal for some areas. Those people that rely on, on winter activities for their livelihood uh, are going to take a big hit. So it's important that we recognize that. Weza says he knows this winter isn't good for everyone, especially those who rely on snowmobile traffic. You do happen to, you know, get up north somewhere, uh, maybe spend a little extra time there and help those small businesses stay afloat. Stevens Point announced last week there would be no outdoor ice skating rinks set up this year, and the winter sports area of Iverson Park has been shut down. A Midwest health care system recently announced the closure of two hospitals in western Wisconsin. Those who help transport older people to medical appointments say the situation underscores the need for volunteer drivers. Mike Moen reports. The pending closures are in Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls. They're among the many areas served by the new Freedom Transportation Program from the Center for Independent Living. People with disabilities, frail elders, and veterans are given rides to the doctor, grocery store, and for other basic needs. Program director Bobby Hegna says the roster of volunteer drivers has had difficulty recovering from the pandemic. We have some counties that there are no drivers in, and so we're constantly recruiting 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hegna says one of the effects is that many patients will have their appointments on the same day at other providers, putting more pressure on existing drivers. As they call for more volunteers, Hegna hopes the legislature will consider stronger funding for transportation and similar support programs. I'm Mike Moen. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.